It may be worth getting in front of a new audience with better messaging, better positioning, and a better action catalyst. You are listening to Amplifier Success Podcast, episode 326. And today I'm going to take you through a self-audit to help you ignite sales when no one's buying. You ready for this? Let's get started. Welcome to the Amplify Your Success Podcast. Get ready to ramp up your revenue, amplify your impact, and make your mark in the world. This is the show for experts, thought leaders, and service professionals who want to shatter their limits and achieve that next level. You're going to find out from other experts and influencers how they made it. Now, let's get Amplified. Hey there, inspired entrepreneurs and business leaders. It is your host, Melanie Benson, authority amplifier and possibility igniter. And today we're going to put a topic on the table that I've been hearing about behind the scenes that's, um, I think it's creating a little bit of stress in our industry and that's what to do when no one is buying, especially when you thought, wow, I have the perfect launch. Why did this not work? Uh, I know this offer is great. How come we, I don't have a long line of people? Uh, why are my consults slowing down? There's a lot going on. And, you know, from time to time, everybody's going to experience that drought of sales. So I thought what I would do is share a little bit about the um, optimization points that I look at. So oftentimes I'm going to do an audit with a, a client who, or a potential client or in a VIP day or whatever it is that I'm doing with someone, they'll often come saying, hey, I'm really looking to ramp sales up quickly. What, what do I do? This isn't working. So I'm going to cover these three key areas and I'll unpack each of them. And what I'd love for you to do is go through, grab a piece of paper. And as I go through these audit points, I want you to identify with yourself, maybe even kind of rate yourself how you would rank each of these. And then what I want to offer to you is an additional resource. So I have this seven step framework that I put together that when you put all seven of these pieces together, it really helps you ignite sales. And oftentimes when something is stuck, it's typically because one of these seven areas is not fully optimized and amplified uh, to match your brand and your message and all that good stuff. So if you head to amplifywithmelanie.com and you download that guidebook, it is uh, the seven points and I'll unpack them. And uh, for a limited time, we actually have a masterclass that you can take the next step and join, which will help you really solve the lead generation problem that so many people have right now is how to get in front of really great leads who are ready to say yes and get them knocking on your door quickly. So uh, watch for that. Uh, if you go to amplifywithmelanie.com, download the free resource. And then uh, if that resonates for you and you want to do the masterclass, it'll be available for a limited time. Now, let me talk about the sales process. And I actually have had my own bouts with this. I think we all do. And there are times when things are working perfectly. And then there are times when you have to go back to the drawing board and really look at these pieces. And so I want you to know no one is immune to this. The difference is when you quickly course correct because you recognize something is not working or you want it to work better and you can um, shift gears. I, I think one of the key things 
that when you look at successful entrepreneurs who really have a great machine, if you will, from the brand and the messaging all the way through the uh, marketing, the sales, and then the delivery, it's because they've got the adaptability to move quickly when things aren't working right. And so I thought what I'd do is cover some of the things that I'm typically going to review with a client and some of the advice that I've been giving clients who are in the um, guest expert system or in the advanced program, the uh, Ignite Mastermind when they're bumping up against it. And little backstory, uh, I had a client, I guess it's probably about 13 or 14 years now, who he had uh, taken this launch training from somebody and he'd gone through and and did his first launch, had $250,000 in new business. He was beside himself. He did the same thing a few months later and he got maybe $20,000 in sales and he was crushed. And he's like, Melanie, like, I don't know what I did wrong. And so I took him through this process and all of a sudden he started to quickly realize Um, where his missteps were and we course corrected and optimized everything and then he was getting back into the you know $150,000-$200,000 level Uh, and then I think he actually even started doing you know in $300,000-$400,000 launches again. So typically there is one of three key issues. Now sometimes there's other things going on but I'm going to talk to the mainstream issues here Obviously, if you recognize that that you're not here, you might want to book a VIP day with me, or at least let's do a consultation and see what uh, what's really going awry for you. Issue number one is almost always wrong audience. Issue number two is almost always the wrong positioning, and issue number three is typically the wrong offer. Now, let me unpack each of these. Wrong audience. What happens here is all the things are right, but you don't have the right people in your audience or you haven't been getting in front of the audiences where your ideal clients are searching for you. So you're starting to build your own email list or you've got followers on your own podcast who are not buyers or maybe they heard you talk about something that was attractive to them, but then what you are offering right now is something else. And so they're just not the right audience for your offers. And this, this is where it starts, but then it kind of takes off and you'll find that as you continue to grow your own email community or your own audience, you will find that this is something you've got to do all the time. One of the key problems I see with my clients, and we've bumped into this over time as well, is they're not always building the list. They're not attracting new people. And so at a certain point, the people on your list are, it's kind of like you exhaust your list, so to speak. You exhaust the uh, buying pool that you cultivated up to now and you need to build new people. So that may be they never were the right people, but they're, they kind of like your energy. So they hang about or it's not the right timing for them or you're solving the, a problem they're not interested in right now. And I say right now, because I've had people literally 15, 18 years later who've been on my list that long by when the timing was right. So wrong audience basically means you are not getting your message in front of people who are buyers. So what do you do about that? Well, first of all, um, I think one of the most important things you do is continually build your list with the other two factors really solid. 
And of course, one of my favorite ways to do that is by being a guest expert. That's why I teach the guest expert system. Um, we host that uh, training and that that coaching cohort uh, three to four times a year. And it is one of the best ways to turn on what I consider a 24-7 lead source that the podcast can always be working to create new connections and leads. So not continually attracting new leads or the audience you've built is not right. And so you're trying to put an opportunity in front of them that they're just not interested in or it's exhausted. Now, I'm going to share one more thing that can happen. This is a little bit of a vulnerable story to share with you. And I'm slightly even embarrassed to admit it out loud, but um, it happens and it happens to people a lot. And this, there's a lot going on behind the scenes that, again, a lot of people aren't talking about, but I think it's worth mentioning that the technology of email marketing these days is really finicky. We went through a problem uh, just over a year ago where my entire email list started like um, going crazy. And about 40% of the people that we have worked so hard to develop a relationship with all of a sudden were off my list. And of course, you know, that's a panic moment for those of us that spend a lot of time and money building a email community. And when we looked at what was happening is we had a really stupid tech fail, something someone on my team missed and we were not set up properly with our DNS server. And so people were um, going directly into the spam buckets, even though they wanted to hear from me. So I share that with you because sometimes what's happening is the technology aspect, whether it's a, a Facebook group and the algorithms of getting in front of your audience, or it's an email breakdown, or something is happening that's keeping you from actually reaching the people that do want to hear from you. And that's a whole nother episode for another time when I'm a little more ready to <laughs> unpack all that. But we did a lot of things to reconnect with those people and rebuild that. And what I found was, is that I thought we had the wrong audience, but actually what it was is the audience wasn't even hearing me. And so sometimes it's not so, so much the wrong audience, it's just the audience is not, they're not able to get uh, access the way you think. So it's always worth looking at, is all of our technology working properly? Is all of our um our processes, our email marketing strategies optimized for a really great, um, you know, um, deliverability. That's the word I was looking for there, deliverability. Now, um, just a quick aside, the upshot of that was we ended up going to like 50 to 60% open rates with our email community, which is so good in this industry. Most people are hovering around 8, 10, maybe 12%. So uh, people with really big lists have small open rates. So the the, the upshot or the, I guess the golden lining of having that problem was we got very uh, clear on some better email subscriber strategies. So the real like two golden gems here for wrong audience is make sure you're always building your audience, get in front of new buyers, whatever that looks like for you. Again, my favorite is to be a guest expert on stages, on virtual summits, uh, especially on podcasts. And if that's something you want to learn more about, please go check out guest expert system because it's such a hot strategy and learning to do it right is worth uh, taking a little bit of time to get your system in place. 
but you can also do Facebook ads. You can do partner promotions. You can do collaborations. There's all kinds of great collaborations out there. Find what works for you and do it regularly. And then of course, make sure what you are doing to get in front of your audience is optimized. Now, the second uh, area that oftentimes people have some disconnect is what we might call positioning, uh, brand positioning. And we've talked a lot about messaging lately, so I'm not going to get deeply into that, but a lot of the positioning issues stem from a, a lack of clarity around your message. I have a new client who came in to the Ignite program this year, and she said this has like been her Achilles heel all through her entrepreneurial journey is really learning how to use language that feels exciting to her, but is clear to her ideal client. So Really learning how to message what you do is very powerful. That is absolutely something we do in Guest Expert System, in case you're wondering. But um, messaging is is like the bridge that when people are out there in their world struggling or looking for solutions or even just kind of scrolling along, your message can pop for them and act like a magnet to pull them into your world and start building a relationship with them. Another thing that happens with positioning is the you're a best kept secret because you're doing all the safe stuff. You're playing it really safe with your brand. You're not making bold moves. You're not standing out. You don't have any what I call action catalysts. These are events or experiences that you create for people who are still getting to know you to come in and learn something specific from you and decide, yes, I want to work with Janet, or yes, I want to work with Fred, or yes, I want to work with, you know, Bonita or whoever it is. And and doing these things, first of all, propels your authority brand out of the invisibility level and into being a highly visible authority. So it gives you more influence and credibility, but it also, it's simply if we're not teaching people how we solve their problems in a very specific and concise way, it's so easy for people to just not do anything. So these can be masterclasses, they can be online workshops, they can be live events, it can be a challenge. Having a way to move people from just kind of like that passive, I'm just listening, I'm just paying attention to what so-and-so puts out there to, hey, there is an event that solves a problem and you're going to want to learn about this. And then when people are in that energy, they know I want to work with this person more or they're like, no, not the right time, not the right offer. So if you're not doing action catalysts, you're missing on a positioning opportunity to get people into, yes, into you know, taking action in some way, shape, or form. That the I could do a whole thing on authority and influence and how that helps with the positioning, but I've talked about that a lot and I think you get that now. And then last, um, and this kind of goes in with the positioning and that is knowing how to position what you do when you're selling, when you're having a consultation. And I, I guess because I've been doing this so long, it was not apparent to me that so many people might struggle here, but it surfaced with a client um, at the beginning of this year. I was uh, challenging the Ignite Mastermind to double their sales in the first quarter or double their revenue in the first quarter. And for some of them, that was increasing sales, but for some of them, it was increasing their rates. And one of the things that surfaced was one of the, the members was saying, you know, like I have no shortage of leads, but I'm not getting them to say yes to my higher ticket program. 
And through the conversation, I realized, oh, they actually don't know how to sell the kind of offers that he's putting out there. And so part of positioning is knowing how to position what you do in a sales conversation and really make sure that the the person on the other end of that conversation can quickly discern, is this the thing they want? And then help them make a buying decision. It's what I call zero friction selling. Uh, It's one of the things that um, I feel very passionate about is we need to reduce the friction in our selling process so that people can buy faster. They can buy when they're feeling connected to something rather than letting all their fears and their limitations and maybe even their beliefs hold them back. And so this is something everybody needs to learn how to do, whether you're selling a $1,000 package or you're selling a $25,000 or $100,000 package, you need to learn how to sell what you're offering. And it's massively important if you have a higher ticket offer. So wrong positioning could be why you're not buying, or sorry, people aren't buying from you right now. So what is the solution? Well, getting your message magnetized, making sure it's super clear who it's for and why you're the right person for them to work with to to get the outcome that you deliver. Uh, And making sure you are visible to buyers, visible to people looking for solutions, visible and moving people out of complacency and into the buying energy by, by hosting some kind of action catalyst event. And then let, you know, you've got to learn how to sell. You got to really feel confident with that step. Now, the last piece of the audit is your offer. And this is a really customized conversation. You know, we all have different offers. We all have different solutions. But what I think is worth looking at here is who is your ideal client and is the way you've packaged your offer and priced your offer relevant to them right now? Relevance is what sells. And if you don't know what's relevant to your market right now, and you don't know how to, again, message that, so we, that's where the bridge between message or positioning and offers comes in, then it's very easy for people to kind of ignore what you're doing. And when, when our industry that we're in, when the, the, the pain points shift, so, and or the um, attraction or the hot thing of, of today shifts, Sometimes relevance diminishes because you're not tapping on that thing that's really hot right now. Now, I'm not saying you've got to change everything you do to follow the latest trend, but what you do need to do is always understand what is the most relevant thing to your ideal client and how do we make a bridge between what your offer is and what it is that they're trying to do. What is it that they want? What is it that they're searching for? And a second piece of the wrong offer thing that I'm always having to look at is, is it the right offer, but the wrong price point? Sometimes people read the market wrong and they are in in fear of not being able to make sales. And instead of providing the right price point or the right benefits and the right outcomes, they start reducing their price And if they have a more premium client, if they have a more sophisticated client, but they're dropping all their prices, it's very easy to uh, kind of unconsciously repel your premium clients. So you can have the best offer, but if it's not packaged right or it's not priced right, it can be super easy for your ideal clients to say, 
boom, I'm out. Like that's not really for me. And I've personally learned this one a couple of times where I was try I was trying to like course correct something and thought, oh, you know, we'll run a special or we'll do this or we'll do that. And all of a sudden I realized like that was a bad decision because I pr brought the price down where I was attracting either the wrong people or no people because what they really want is something else. So here's a little um, kind of rule of thumb with wrong offer evaluation. Is your ideal client wanting information, process, guidance? It's very different. Okay, so information is something you can sell one to many at a lower price point. If somebody just wants information, they're probably looking for something around, you know, 100 to, you know, $500 maybe, depending on the value proposition. But if they want process, like they're trying to learn a new process, and you can establish the value of that process at a higher price point, they'll, they'll be willing to invest more to learn a process that they can repeat over and over and over again to get them a predictable outcome. Okay. And then guidance, where I see a lot of people going wrong is they're undervaluing their guidance and what that's worth to their ideal clients. So I had a client who he'd been charging really low rates and I, I called him out and I said, do you know what your industry standard is? And he's like, well, no. And I said, it's almost twice what you're charging right now. And, and yet he was still resistant to raising his rates. And finally I said, I helped him go through what I call my value to profits roadmap. So really understanding what is the value you bring to your clients and how does that translate to profits in their world? Whatever that is, like it could be anything. And all of a sudden he realized like, oh my gosh, I am charging too little. And he raised his rates and he's getting those new rates. And it was because he he realized like he'd been attracting the wrong audience. And as he, he started to elevate his price point he's and putting that out in the world, he's now attracting people who are a little bit higher caliber and willing to invest more to solve these problems. So these three pieces go together, right audience, right positioning, right offer. And, you know, looking at like, how do I course correct what I have so I can get in front of the right people with the right offer and the right message that turns people who may be passive into buyers. Now, if you do all of this stuff and it still isn't working, let's go back to credibility and authority. There's a lot of noise in our world. And when there's a noisy market, what happens is we have to find ways to stand out. That's why I love like figuring out what's a bold move you can make. What's something you can do to stand out and invite people to take a small, meaningful action so you can build a different kind of relationship with them to get them to recognize they really need and want what you do. And putting these pieces together, but trusting that if you're not getting people to say yes, then we got to go back to, do you have this puzzle put together right? It may be worth getting in front of a new audience with better messaging, better positioning, and a better action catalyst with a higher price point offer so that you can start seeing those sales come in. And it can be that simple. 
Now, whether you are going to build your own audience the hard way and do it on your own, or you're going to tap into like the guest expert system process and get on stages and virtual events, virtual shows, whatever that is, podcasts, I would highly suggest you audit yourself right here and check in. Is it the audience? Is it the positioning? Is it the offer? What can you tweak? Start tweaking now and notice what's coming in. One last story. I have a, again, a long-term mastermind client and we've pivoted her brand a little bit over the last uh, year. And uh, she was feeling like the sales weren't coming in. So I walked her through this process of let's build a new audience, let's do an action catalyst and let's get a new offer in front of them. And we didn't create a whole new offer. We just tweaked the offer she had. We actually raised the price and we added a couple of very specific resources that were very tied to the most relevant problems her market has. And she started running a masterclass. She had more people join that masterclass because we redesigned the messaging than she'd ever had joined a masterclass before. And now she's in the process of working the leads, but I know it's going to lead to higher ticket private clients and enrollments in her program because she reworked the whole process. So I'd love to hear, what do you think it is? Audience, positioning, offer, maybe it's all of it. Let me know if I can be a supporter. I'll put some links in the show notes today. If you're really struggling with this, we should probably uh, have a consult call. I call them fast track, fast track uh, calls. And let's figure out what's off so you can start seeing that flow of really great people igniting new business with you. Thanks for tuning in today, Amplifier. Be sure to join us right now in the Amplify Your Authority community at authorityamplifiers.com and I'll share my seven proven tips to be a highly paid expert that stands out in a crowded market. Plus, we're going to keep this conversation going and I want to hear from you how you're going to amplify your authority and make a greater impact. Before you go, please take a minute to give our show and our guests some love over on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your full name and I'll spotlight you and your authority on social media. 